Good evening, afternoon, night, morning, whenever you find a way to watch or listen to this podcast. A new setting, uh, new new house with the roommates out here. Uh, not exactly my room. Room's not ready. Got a bunch of nice posters on the wall that I wish I could share, but I just don't have a desk yet. But uh, I'm joined by an old friend of the podcast. It's been a while since we had Alex Funderburg uh, on the podcast. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, UCF and Army expert. I, I mean, now working for, for West Point, doing great things. Uh, Alex, thanks for coming on. It's been a while. Thank you. It's been a hot minute. Uh, I can't believe you haven't invited me on. Like, what, what is this? But no, I'm, I, I'm excited to be back on, man. Um, it's always it's always a pleasure to get to talk to you. Yeah, I appreciate it. And I mean, honestly, I mean, you know, I'm not a Power 5 guy. You know, it's like, you know, with UCF being Power 5. And it's just like, you know, it just seems like UCF does, you know, they kind of stray from the topics I like to cover, you know, just like, you know, I, I, I don't know. But, you know, definitely an oversight on my part, you know, but. <laughs> Hey, better late than never. So, exactly. uh, you know, speaking of topics I enjoy and and mentioning UCF, uh, you are pretty much the perfect person to ask, uh, I guess, to discuss just today's topic with, because, I mean, under the radar with all the stuff that's happening, I guess, or yes, it's kind of a lull, but even even during a lull in the college sports news cycle, this has like been under the radar, like no one's really paying attention to it. I've seen only two articles, both are paywalled about uh, what we're going to talk about today. But, you know, I saw a tweet last week about about the curable looking or UCF looking to it's not the curable that's initiating this move. UCF looking to bring the curable on campus to the bounce house from Exploria Stadium, the twenty five thousand five hundred seat stadium that uh, Orlando City FC or Orlando City SC soccer club and uh, or the Orlando Pri- Orlando Pride play in. Uh, they're looking to move the ball from that st- downtown stadium to the bounce house. And it's interesting. I mean, you know, I am on top of anything that happens in the bowl sphere, you know, something as little as this. So, I mean, I, I just love to get the gears turning and just talking about it. So, Alex, I want to know your initial thoughts. Of course, you being a Florida, Florida, you know, Florida resident for so long, um, you going to UCF, you know, this is this is in your stomping grounds and everything. So just I want to know your initial thoughts first before we like kick into, into everything. Yeah, I think it's very interesting. Um for a lot of reasons. I, if I'm remembering correctly, the head of the Cure Bowl is a UCF grad um, and a pretty big donor to UCF. So I think it, it this is going to happen. I think it'll be at UCF. Um, I think that this was his long-term goal of getting it at the bounce house. Um, but it's going to be interesting because the bounce house is a lot bigger than Exploria. Exploria is a nice, quaint stadium. Um, I like it a lot. It's not a bad seat in the house because it's so small. You're like right up on the field. Um, so there's going to be a lot of empty seats. I remember when the Cure Bowl first started, it was in Camping World, and that's a huge stadium. So it looked empty. Um, I remember I covered Tulane, Western Kentucky, and Georgia State, Western Kentucky. Yeah, I think Western Kentucky was in it back-to-back years when when it was still in um, Camping World. And those games were empty. Like, it looked like it was just me and the other media there. Um, but that's just because Camping World was so big. So the move to Exploria made sense. It's going to look more full, even though it was probably about the same attendance wise. Um, but that I would say that's my biggest concern of it moving uh, to to the bounce house. Yeah, I mean, I agree, too. And I mean, a lot of these bowl games, especially now with uh, the Cure Bowl being owned by ESPN, ESPN does not really care about in-person attendance. You can see that last year with uh, the UTSA, UTSA Troy game where that was a made-for-TV matchup and attendance struggled as a result. I think it was under 10,000 um, for uh, for last year's game. So ESPN doesn't really care about attendance. But again, it's it's like 
You know, it's not, it gives fuel to the there's too many bulls crowd when they see a, an 80% empty. Um, the you know, worst can, crowd, or, the worst crowd on earth. Yes. <laughs> the most insufferable people. Yeah, the most insufferable people. Like it gives fuel to them. So, I mean, maybe selfishly, you know, that's that's why I'm kind of, kind of against it. Um, and again, too, I mean, it's a unique venue. I mean, or it wasn't a unique venue in Exploria Stadium. Like, uh, there's only two bowl games in soccer stadiums, um, or in yeah, soccer specific stadiums. Excuse me, um, in the FBS, and you know, only a handful of like neutral site games here and there. I know Howard plays yearly at Audi Field, um, and then aside from that, Texas Southern plays their home games at an MLS park, and then that's that's really it. So yeah. I mean, I mean, but but then again, you know, I mean to the untrained eye you know you can't really tell it's an mls stadium you know i guess so but other than that's like it's unique venue it's new so age is not the problem this is not a legion field or lad people's type of situation so i I guess uh the other thing i wanted to ask you just like knowing the area so well uh just doing a quick like google maps kind of scout of uh of the area both both camping world and exploria of course i of course only i'm sorry not camping world of, of the bounce house I went to the bounce house once, you know, I mean, I, I didn't know how far, I mean, of course we, uh, we, we hung out at the hula bowl in 2022, yep. yeah. but, um, but, um, I didn't know how far Disney world slash universal was from, um, from the bounce house and from UCF's campus, which I would assume it would be kind of far, you know, given it's a college campus, but not as far as, as it actually was. Like, do you think yeah. that will have any impact on, I guess, like the bowl? I don't know. I don't know how, I guess, I don't know how intertwined, you know, I don't know if like, so I guess, let me preface this with the story. Like going to the Sea World, going to the Holiday Bowl with my family this year, or in 2022, uh, we walk in as like one of the first like 10,000 or so fans. They gave us free Sea World tickets, right? So that's I don't cool. know if that's that type of thing with like the Cure Bowl, where like you know the Cure Bowl works with Disney and Universal, get people like to go to the game and the amusement parks. But your thoughts on on uh, the Bounce House being so far away from from all the tourist attractions in Orlando and even downtown? Yeah, it's something that's kind of misleading about orlando because universal and disney aren't in orlando they're in Kissimmee. um so everybody comes down to orlando thinking oh we're in orlando so we're right next to disney but like that's not the case it's like 45 minutes south um which is fine it's still like pretty close relative to like if you're coming from like alabama or something but um i don't think it'll be that big of an issue because it's a maybe like 15 minutes further than um downtown orlando is to disney like it's not that much like down or downtown orlando is not that much further or that much closer um than the bounce house is they're both a a nice little hike a nice little drive on i4 um but i think that's something people fly into mco and they think oh we're like at disney but it's that's (laughs) you gotta you gotta drive a little bit further to kissimmee yeah, I mean, I'm not sure, like, how big, uh, I guess, like, square mileage and, like, area-wise Orlando is. But, I mean, I'd like to assume that, you know, you can't really fit Disney World and, um, no. you know, and Universal within within the city's limits. So Correct. Yeah. that's uh, that, that's definitely good to good to confirm in here. <laughs> so I, I guess uh, going into, into something, I guess, kind of, like, more forward-thinking in, in terms of, like, UCF. I guess, do you see this, like looking at the numbers that I did see, like on, on a, I guess on a sample tweet of a paywall article, UCF would gain 50,000 for hosting the bowl game, which honestly, it's honestly chump change in this day and age, like for a bowl game. But I mean, someone like someone replied that it is securable. A lot of the proceeds do go to charity. 
Sure. I guess, do you see this as kind of something that's kind of, it's going to help UCF in the big 12, like revenue arms race or something or like, cause yeah, that's so the only thing I can kind of think of. <laughs> this, I think I can't confirm is a bigger picture play. Um, there's this weird tax law in Orange County that I despise that all the taxes from hotels, from like the amusement parks go to this fund for arts and like sports development that like the universities have access to, or, um, Dr. Phillips hall, which is a nice music hall in downtown Orlando have access to that. If they're developing something for tourism, they can get access to this money. And UCF asked for $176 million worth of this tax money um, to upgrade the Athletics Village. Um, so I think them hosting a bowl game like the Cure Bowl and then also the Hula Bowl, if those get attendance, they're going to be like, oh, see, like we they're coming because it's at the bounce house. They're coming because they want to see UCF. They then get approved for this $176 million. They get to upgrade the facilities to look better in the Big 12. Um as gross as it sounds, I can't fault UCF for taking advantage of a dumb law like this, but um, I, I I think it's a bigger picture play for sure in hosting the Cure Bowl. I guess like a question with that, with like the money that I guess flowing in from that tax, do you see sort of, I guess, the Cure Bowl getting teams from the American? Maybe, I guess, like, I don't, or like, do you see like maybe, I guess that, I guess reciprocating to like UCF getting better home and home games, you know, with this upgrade in facilities or I guess whatever the money will go to. Honestly, like I think they just want to upgrade facilities for recruiting. Like oh, that's okay. that that's the that's the name of the game is if you have good facilities, you're gonna recruit better. You get better players, you're probably gonna win more games. And it's just it's a cycle. It's college athletics, like, but it could help bring in like better opponents in non-conference if you know we can if they can upgrade the bounce house and make it hold a couple more thousand people. Um, I know that is in the plans was to renovate it and add seats. Um, so stuff like that. Yeah. Like getting bigger, upgrading the stadium is going to help bring maybe like a sec school to come um, in non-conference play or something like that. Okay. No, that's, that's, that's a good point. Um, because again, I mean, money is the name of the game. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much like facilities like really matter in terms of attracting like home and home opponents. I mean, I I just think if like you played a big stadium, you're gonna get you know a power five to come. Like look at USF versus Alabama this year. Like I still can't yep. believe what's happening this year. Like I, I really just, I really forgot about that. <laughs> Alabama promised their recruits that they'd play in a NFL stadium, and I think that's why that happened. They probably just sense, didn't have yeah. a, they didn't have an NFL stadium on the schedule, and they're like, ah, we gotta let's give USF a two for one since they play at Ray J. Yeah, no, I mean that 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 makes sense, honestly. I mean, there's like there's some like weird ones in the coming years like that, like USF Alabama, and then like Oklahoma Oklahoma's traveling to Temple, which I love the Oklahoma Athletic Department for like their willingness to to do this. Like they for go anywhere, fans. yeah. So especially Temple, like I mean, I honestly think that that game's gonna be like a 60-40 like Oklahoma split. Like it's it's gonna be weird. Yeah. But, I mean, they uh, were gonna come. Oklahoma's gonna come to Mikey before COVID happened. Like, yeah, I'm hoping they reschedule. I'm I'm really hoping I'm, they do I'm reschedule. I'm also that. hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm at work. Uh, like, hey, can can we get Oklahoma back on the schedule? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, no, because like they they were the only ones. Who, like, I'm. There's nothing wrong with the ACC schools. Nothing wrong with like Boston College, Syracuse, Wake Forest. Like, that's cool and all, but it's like you know, it's Oklahoma. It's rare. It's Oklahoma. Yeah, it doesn't happen yeah. much. Yeah, it doesn't happen much. 
But um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, I, I just think it's interesting, like back to like the cure bowl. I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, I guess like the cure bowl, it's like very it's stable, but it's also like unstable in in like a in you know, I mean in a way because like it keeps it moving through really Orlando. It's very strange. Yeah, it's what it's really, been ex- it really in Exploria for three years now. Right? Yeah, since 2019. Yeah, since 2019, yeah. and then now, like, <laughs> I mean. Granted, I I mean it's still the city of Orlando, like it's still good, but I honestly I would honestly prefer to see another city, you know, in Florida if there is one that ha- is not hosting a bowl, a sizable city, get you know get a bowl game because Orlando's already got three, like it's kind of well, kind of so overkill. Tampa has three, two, two. two. They, yeah, they got two. Miami has the Orange Bowl. Jacksonville has two. Right or just the Gator Bowl? They just or got the Gator, the Gator Bowl. Yeah, this is Gator Bowl. What other city could host one? I mean Daytona. I I've heard I've heard Daytona like Daytona yeah. for the Jaguars. You could do you could do Daytona play played at the stadium Bethune uses. Um, honestly, I think Daytona's the only other one that could fit like a bowl game. Like I mean, I'm thinking like the raceway though, like the the racetrack because be like cool. the Jaguars, that yeah, the Jaguars cool. rumors. That's that that's bananas, cool. but I'm all here. For, I'm, I'm so. Yeah, no, it, I saw that on Twitter. I was like, they got to make that work somehow. That would be so yeah. cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's really all I had to say about you know. You went out. I can't hear you. <laughs> Still can't hear you. <laughs> You're like fading in and out. That might be a Wi-Fi problem. Oh, now I hear you. You're faint, but you, I can hear you now. Okay, yeah, that might be a Wi-Fi problem. You're back. Okay, okay, cool. No, but it's like it, it's like I wonder if it'll be like a long-term home because like a lot of um, I feel like a lot of these bowls that are backed by like actual campuses are pretty stable. Um, when you have like the campuses handling handle, like, the ticket sales and not like a third party, because like for instance, like New Mexico handles the New Mexico Bowl sales despite like ESPN owning it. Same thing with like the Myrtle Beach Bowl, like from experience. And then um, trying to think what else. I mean, pretty much any one of those bowls. So um, I guess we'll see. I mean, I think overall it might make the ball more stable, or it might just be a zero sum move. Honestly, like like I I genuinely think that this was the plan all along i'm looking on the cure bowls website right now to see if i can find that guy's name but the pretty sure the head of the bowl game is a ucf grad um so i think that this was his ultimate goal all along so i think it will be like the lasting home and i think he had to take i think the cure bowl's been around for nine ten years now something like that i think he had to take those to prove like hey like this works like let's get it to ucf um and I, I i like it because ucf does have a, like a football hungry fan base that i think will show up um maybe not in droves like the bounce house is not going to be sold out but i think you're going to have a decent attendance of just like random ucf people from the area who just want to come watch a college football game um especially if you get a bigger like american team or a really good sunbelt team like last year that should have been a more attended game because that was mm-hmm. kind of like the g5 super bowl that yeah. was a really good matchup uh there should have been more than ten thousand people at that game 
Um, and I think moving it to UCF, especially if um, I remember when the AAF was around and we had the Orlando Apollos, it was my freshman year of college, freshman or sophomore year of college. And they like offered students free tickets and like students went like it was, it was a fun time. I went every to every single home game um, while the AAF existed. Like it's a good time. So if the Cure Bowl offers some students free tickets, they're going to come like it's a good way to get out of the dorm. It's the Cure Bowl is normally like the one of the first bowl games. So it's right after yeah. finals. Um, so students are still around if they haven't left yet. Like he'll go, he'll get a good attendance. Yeah, so something I wanted to ask you. I mean, I'm going to ask about the um, the cow school up north. Um, sorry, West. I don't want to insult UCF West. Yeah, I don't. I don't West. want to insult USF fans. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should. I should be more respectful because I don't have any any animosity towards USF. But USF the directionally I mean, challenged cows. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, <laughs> I'll let you say that since you went to UCF. I have no beef. But it's like they they got their on campus stadium. Do you think if you if the Cure Bowl moves to UCF? that the Gasparilla Bowl, also owned by ESPN, kind of takes a similar path um, instead of like moving from Raymond James Stadium to USF's new on-campus stadium. I mean, the only obstacle I see for that, like before I, before, like, I turn it to you, is like um, that one draws Power 5 teams like more yeah. so than any other ESPN Bowl because it's in the Buccaneers Stadium. I mean, you know, last year's game, you know, Wake Forest, Missouri, like to the casual to college football fan. Okay. Yeah. Lucky. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, well, yeah, honestly, like that's not like if I, if I were in the, if I were in the Florida area as a casual fan, like I would go to that yeah. game more than any other, you know, bowl game, like, you know, more than any other like group, group of five game, if I were a casual fan. So, I mean, do you think that might stop like the gas real bowl from going to the US, USF uh, campus? You're assuming that that stadium gets built. Um, <laughs> We're saying like in like at on time or like in general. In general, like USF has been saying they're going to build this on-campus stadium since I moved to Florida in eighth grade, and they finally got approved for it, but they don't have the money for it. Like the student newspaper, the student newspaper at USF like wrote an insane article where they were basically like, "Where is this money coming from? Like we don't USF doesn't have it." And then um, the Tampa Bay Times interviewed some sports economists and were like, this is financially like dangerous for the university to go through wow. with this. Like they, it's going to cost $300 million that they don't have. So if it gets built, if it gets built, I'll be surprised. Um, Cause they don't have like the problem with USF athletics is they don't draw fans to games. So they have no money. And they don't win, be partially because they can't recruit because nobody goes to games. So like it's just like just giant cycle. If they can find a coach to help them win games, fans are going to come again. Like the 2007 attendance numbers that year, they were number two in the country before they lost out the rest of the season. Um, they had really good attendance. Like fans went, fans cared. But even 2017, when it was us and them battling it out um they didn't have that good attendance numbers but i think if you can get a coach there who can win short term maybe fans start coming and maybe get some money flow but i if that stadium gets built usf is going to have some other problems <laughs> okay wow yeah because i thought everything was all you know like it's all approved it's all approved and like ready to go but their student newspapers concerned like i think the sports economist was from um 
Holy Cross that they talk to. I'll send you the, wow. I'll find it. I'll send it to you. Nice. I know you're whole, I know you're a Holy Cross guy. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and he was basically like, this is financially irresponsible to, to okay. do. Um, so I hope for their sake, it gets built because I'm tired of their fan base using that as an excuse as to why they're not good. Um, but I, if it gets built, they're going to have some money problems that they got to worry about before they worry about hosting the Gasparilla Bowl. Okay. Well, I mean, so like my question is like with the finances is like, did that same economist like look, I, I assume he did his due diligence, like look, compare the situation with um Snapdragon in San Diego. Yeah. Like was, I gotta, was San Diego State in a similar spot or no? No, because like they obviously not like in huge numbers, but they have like a solid fan base. They have the other problem with USF is like their donors don't care. Wow. Like okay. they, their donors, their old grads are like very concerned on, Hey, we just got AAU status, which is great. Like yeah. that's academic only stuff. Like that's where they're putting their money, which cool. Like maybe that's what universities should be. Yes. <laughs> um, Absolutely. But yeah, which cool, yeah. but also they have all these like huge plans and like they got Kelly to be their AD from the ACC and they eventually want to make a play to go there. But it's like, you have no fan base. You have no money. Like San Diego state has donors. Like they have a solid donor core that cares about San Diego state athletics. USF doesn't have that yet. Could it happen? Maybe, but it hasn't happened. And a lot of that is from their former president. Um, She's the reason the Big East fell apart because she oh. refused She refused to let UCF in um, because we were little brother and it couldn't happen. And then the Big East fell apart. So, and now look at us. We're going to the Big 12 and they're stuck in basically Conference USA 2.0. Um, yeah. Yep. So <laughs> who knows what happens if that Big East like stays together and – UCF's added, and I I think USF doesn't have the money problems they have now, but they're strapped for cash, so we'll see. Okay. What wow. So I wasn't expecting that response, but <laughs> that uh that brings a lot to light. So I mean, okay, yeah, no, I'll I'll take that for what it's worth, and you know, definitely definitely do my due diligence with that. But I mean, definitely interesting too. I guess like I guess uh, the first thing is yeah, like you said, the stadium getting built, which I mean. Um, I I don't think it's going to happen. I like okay. they've been promising this stadium since, like I said, I was in eighth grade and it still hasn't happened. So we'll see. They put out new renderings every six months. Like, Hey guys, look, we're going to have a stadium. And then nothing happens. This time is a little bit different because it like went through the board of trustees and it got approved. But until I see like it being built, I'm I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll take, I'll take your word for it too. So <laughs> On that note, uh, I don't have any more topics to talk about um, at this point. Is there, is there anything that you want to plug, Alex? Um, you definitely provided such like a wealth of information that like was unknown to me, so I'm grateful for that. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. No, I got nothing to plug. Keep listening to Omar. He's great. Um, Thank you. Appreciate it. Love Omar. Omar and I go way, way back. Um, so um, keep listening to Omar's stuff. He he knows a lot more than I do. So Oh, uh, no, no. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think so. But, um, but yeah, it's been great. Yeah, I appreciate it for sure. I mean, yeah. Um, I was doing great things. So like anytime you see 
any, I guess, anything really being like, I guess, posted or any like sports information stuff with it's women's soccer and is it the, the men's lacrosse team or? Yeah. So I, at West Point, I have women's soccer, men's lacrosse, men's basketball, men's rugby, and then both track and field teams. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think out of all those, out of all those athletic teams you mentioned, I went to a combined five of those events. Um, well, we we got to get you up. We got to get you up for men's basketball season. Oh yeah. Yeah. Men's basketball season. I mean, I know last year I was upset because like they were like, I already, like, I did like my travel plans for like the stit for uh, the season ahead. And mm-hmm. like, they had the trip to London. I'm just like, why couldn't they do that? So when I was living in New York. Like <laughs> the news, the rumor broke today. So I guess I can talk about it. Um, it's not official yet, but we're going to be playing at Indiana November 12th. I mean, that that's cool. But it's like, for me, it's like, <laughs> Like my thing is, is like it's cool playing like like power programs. I guess like maybe I'm contradicting myself, but it's like I would much prefer if like they came to Mikey. But it's like it's like the LSU game. Like I thought about going to the LSU game this year. But I'm like, for what for what reason? Like to see to see Army. Like like I mean, like I mean we might play them close, but it's like for me as a fan, I more value kind of like like the NFL type stadium game. Yeah, where it's like that makes like, sense. I'm, I'm I'm going to Army Air Force this year, you know, because that's cool. That's like I'm, I'm, I'm going like, to try to. I got to see how the women's soccer schedule works out, but I, I'm going to try to sneak off to Denver for that one. Yeah. I mean, you should. And like for, for Western army fans, that's kind of our army Navy game now, I guess, yeah. you know, where it's like, cause I mean, we got to get you yeah. out to Fox bro for army Navy. I know. So, I mean, it, it's tough because I already, I already invested so much in doing Notre Dame Navy in Ireland this year that I'm just like, okay. I can't, I can't do both that and, and army Navy. Like that would just yeah. be so irresponsible. But like next year, like I'm trying to go to like the rest of the stadium, especially like MetLife too, because like MetLife is kind of I get that know, was a really cool game. I went to it yeah. when it was here, when it was at MetLife in what 2021. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2021. It was. It was. They did it up. It was. It was pretty cool. Yeah, like because uh, I think like that's like kind of it's not integral to the rivalry's history, but like there's been good moments in like the metal and like complex. Yeah. You know, there's been some exciting yeah. moments. So it's like, you know. But but yeah, I mean, so yeah, like I mean, Alex is doing all the all the good work for like all the you know all the I guess the great you know the programs that are overshadowed by football and that I didn't do a good job of attending when I was a cadet. You know, unless we're there was gonna an incentive get Omar for me, to a lacrosse game, we're gonna get Omar unless to there was an incentive game. for me. I don't think I went to a, to a lacrosse game, even though uh, yeah, even though one of my friends was on team, like um, because <laughs> there there's just no incentive for me. It was either like I went to a track meet because they're giving away free Five Guys burgers. Um, I went to. <laughs> I went to um uh, I went to a couple men's basketball games because you know men's and women's games because you know it's it's basketball it's cool and like they're playing like yeah. marquee opponents at least eight they're playing eight they played they hosted LaSalle I guess the only yep. the only way that they could get LaSalle to come to West Point was like during the pandemic when like there was no there's no a uh, ticket revenue to to lose anyway so I mean yep. I guess I'm glad that happened then uh I think I went to a women's soccer game because there was an incentive for that so I mean um yeah, I, I guess I'm just a horrible fan of uh, non revenue Well, sports. we're gonna get you to all. Guy. We're gonna get you to all of my sports at least once. That's that's my goal as while I'm at Army is get Omar to every game I possibly can. If, if it if it's in <laughs> Texas, then hopefully I will I will make a very very concerted effort to okay. go. If it, if it's in Texas, hopefully just be down here in Paso. But yeah, I know if if I live in the East Coast, I, I definitely I definitely would will try to be better. You know, if I if I if I ever go back to the East Coast, so we'll try to be better with uh, the non revenue sports. There we but, go. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, another another tangent, obviously. Um, but I mean, it's been great, Alex. Thank you again for joining us, and um, until next time, everyone. Peace, love, and soul. Peace.